Hello, and welcome back to the Viper's Pit. I'm Ellie, and joining me today are my two lovely co-hosts, Tyler. Hello. And Morgan. Hello. Was that charismatic enough for you this time, Tyler? I, that was very charismatic. I feel so... I feel so hyped. It yeah. took me 15 minutes before we started recording to hype myself up, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> this week, we're focusing a lot more on NA. We've got uh, a lot more interesting, a lot more eyes on NA this week with the, with the Masters that's gone by. And I reckon that's partly due to the, the, the teams that didn't get into the EU Masters. A lot of fan favourites. So a lot more eyes on the NA from uh, this side of the pond. Do you want to get, get into it? What, what, game, what game are we talking yeah. about first? So the plan is there is one matchup happening this weekend that I think is, in the eyes of everyone, going to be the best game, and that is Sentinels versus Face. Yeah. So I think well, let's just build up to that. So I reckon we start off with Sentinels versus 100 Thieves and what went down in that game. Because that yeah. game it was, was really an interesting good. one. And it was a game I expected to be a lot closer than it was. Yeah. I, like, I, know, I know 100 Thieves just got Ethan. So I'm, you know, I'm aware that they'll still be a bit rusty with him and things, but Sentinels look dominant. I mean, even then, Ethan looked great in the games. Ethan was the standout player for a hundred years, but it just wasn't good enough. Like, I, I mean, I, how how can we not talk about the the man that is tens? Like, just so good to be able yeah. to go from not being for, to not playing professionally for what a couple of months now, and he slots back in on a tier one team, giving tier one performances, really dominating with no practice with him. Absolutely they, they zero, yeah. yeah. He just turned up on the day with his fucking mouse and keyboard ready to go, what <laughs> and then clicked everybody's heads. Like he's that, so good. He, there is no doubt in my mind he is mechanically, aim wise, the best player in North America at the moment, and. I don't know how you can refute that. Hmm. Like he, he dominates. Like he dominated pretty comfortably on both maps. I reckon before the this game that we've uh, we watched recently, I reckon before that I might have still argued for Wardell, but after that performance, it's hard to it's hard to argue against Tens as as being uh, certainly a very valid competitor for that number one spot in the world. Yeah. I mean, so the Ascent map, the first map, the 13-2 the to uh, Sentinels, was just, it was domination on all fronts. Not only were they winning every single aim duel, but Sentinels just had the read the entire map. Yeah. They, they knew exactly what Steel was calling. And Shazam was, Shazam was three steps ahead the entire game. Uh, it felt like 100 Thieves could just never get anything going because as soon as anything looked good, Shaz had the read, Tens and Sick had the aim, and it was it was bye-bye 100 Thieves, you know? Shaz. I don't think I like that. I do, I do, do, I do, do like you on a personal basis, do you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shaz. I like watching Shaz play. I'm just not a fan of the, the shortened name. Um, <laughs> I think you said on stream that uh, when it was Baby Bay and Shazam, uh, we're talking. We're talking about steel and saying it, how he's baby bay and dapper. Yeah, and uh, dapper dapper said he he thinks uh, steel's the most readable IGL in the game right now. And he 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 thinks that uh, steel plays very predictably. It's hard to argue with him after that performance. Um, yeah, they they really. I mean, they put their money where their mouth was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I think it goes without saying a huge credit to Shazam, who's had to essentially swap his role overnight to start playing this silver 
and he he played great. He did really yeah. well. Okay, yeah, he I was mean, very good. Like you would have thought there would have been an obvious weak link, and it just shows what a top level professional player he is to be able to adapt like that. That's why you need flexibility. You need to be able to play everyone in the game ideally that's that that's where the true pro is going to come in and as the game develops those are the kind of people who are going to really shine especially like taking a step because normally he's the jet operator player as well so having to pick up the rifle a bit more and even like the odin especially on ascent sova you know we we see that one a lot still so yeah like you said to completely just swap his role and his calling still be just as good as before and his fragging still be just as good as before he, he really really impressed me yeah a thousand percent excellent well-rounded player on, on terms of the 100 thieves side like we said something wasn't clicking particularly on ascent they did look better on haven but ethan was definitely their bright spot ethan was the standout player yeah for sure. and he's the one who's had three weeks of valorant experience i i don't know if it if it was just an underperformance by the rest of 100 Thieves, or whether they genuinely just got completely outclassed. Well, we always say this in our personal games, it is really hard when you're watching a stomp to um, to judge how well everyone's doing, right? But Nitro did quite well on uh, both maps to say how, how hard it was, how hard of a game. Ethan's definitely the, the, the standout player. I just, wouldn't, I just wouldn't count Nitro out. No, I, I actually really like Nitro's Breach. I like it a lot. It's I I I think breach sage like that kind of support role is perfect for Nitro and how he plays. I I always rated him on the Omen, I really did. But I think on the breach to be able to set up Asuna, and to be able to set up Ethan in ways that they can kind of go kill. Yeah, and I... be able to support his team that way. He really really impressed me. Yeah, he he played great. He played great. I mean, I, I, like, oh, sorry, he has been playing great is more the best way to put it. That, 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 that series is a little bit off. I think one of the big indicators for this series for me is you look at who's the go-to guy in 100 Thieves that wins in the rounds. It's Asuna, right? He's, he's their young fragger. And, you know, the young anime-loving uh, powerhouse of the team. And, of course, now Sentinels have drafted in their, their own young anime-loving powerhouse of the team in Tens. And you look at how the matchup went, Tens was plus seven on Asuna. Is Tens anime-loving? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this no, Tens, Tens right. is yeah. a big weave. He was like okay. an Osu guy. Sorry, I didn't want to... I just didn't want to leave libel coming out. But I guess <laughs> what it is. Vibe's no, throwing accusations of anime-love. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I. you are right that Asuna often feels like the win condition for 100 Thieves. Mm -hmm. And if you do a good job of shutting down Asuna, like Sentinels did, I think they, they struggle to win a lot of games when Asuna isn't popping. And this, this series showed that pretty well. Like they, they managed to find ways to create picks on Asuna early on and really limit his impact. And then obviously they're playing the single duelist comp, which means they then kind of struggle to be aggressive places of the map because Asuna is their whole W guy. Look at that team. So, like, Nitro, Nitro's happy to go in early on. But, like, Steel's always on a gig alert, you know, <laughs> yeah. waiting to catch the most ridiculous timing on players. And Hiko is always making sure he's the last one in. Like, look, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say it. I have not been impressed with Hiko recently. There was a time when I held Hiko in pretty high regard as a sober player. And I thought he's, he's the best sober in North America. And he was really showing people how it's done. He was, he was learning a lot of lineups and providing a lot of use to his team. But 
recently, I, I haven't been very impressed. I, I'm going to say, like... it, it feels like he's baiting. It's it's oh, like I'm playing ranked games balls. with Morgan all over again. <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, I, I win. I win games. Sorry. We don't it's just... like to get too BM on, on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> we don't... We don't... <laughs> We don't like to go go off on, on, on players too much. But you've got a question he goes roll in this now. He goes roll in a lot of these um these games. Uh he's a lot of a lot of his fans think that he's supposed to be the clutch guy, right? But he's not he's not winning those clutches as often as he should be if that is his main role. The interesting thing about Hiko and the clutches, right, is Hiko is in so many more clutches than anybody else on his team because he's always the last person in, therefore he's always the last person alive. I've pulled up some statistics as your resident stat guy. Yep. Okay? That's your role here. Stat guy. <laughs> so we're going to look at, let's just take Asuna versus Hiko clutches. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so this is within um, the past 60 days, I believe. Asuna has been in 36 clutches. Right? In fact, no, this might be all time. Uh, okay. I'm not entirely certain. Good. But either way. Stat guy coming in clutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, didn't really have very, I didn't have very long to prepare. That's okay. <laughs> I had to pull them up very quickly. But Asuna is in 36 clutches, 110, 28% clutch win rate. Right? Hiko, 191 clutches, <laughs> 130 with a 16% win rate. Hiko wow. doesn't win a lot of clutches. He's just in a lot of them. Therefore, he will win. He will win more than the rest of his team, which makes you think, wow, he's a clutch god. But for every clutch he wins, there is six or seven clutches that he loses. And so uh, people kind of look at look at Hiko's clutches through rose-tinted glasses. And yeah, he's 1v4, but he he is consistently consistently the last person alive and he doesn't win that many and if he is consistently the last person alive like the thing is clutches shouldn't happen right if you win anything more than a 1v3 clutch the enemy team's made mistakes right but also your team's made mistakes by being in a 1v3 clutches are absolutely making the best out of a bad situation right so it is a good talent to have but also, it's it's not something you want to become consistent and rely on. You don't want to rely on having a clutch god on your team because that means you're constantly dying and leaving this guy into clutch situations, you know? And as you said earlier, so Hiko, uh, Hiko the, the clutch god, right? For a while, he was known as Hiko the Sova guy because he was, he was learning a lot of lineups that a lot of people weren't, weren't learning. He was learning a lot of... Um, Sova strats that the rest of the world was a little bit behind on. But now Hiko's level of Sova, it feels Hiko's old level of Sova is now the standard, right? Every good Sova has to know this stuff. And Hiko hasn't uh, advanced past this. Um I, he's an he's a he's an excellent player and he's got he's got a lot of potential in him, but re recently we're just not impressed with the way he's playing. Yeah. yeah. I think you have I to call into question where it's like, so Hiko's not even really IGLing, is it? It's mostly Steel with Nitro helping him. So right now, the, the structure is they have these three old veterans with um with the young with the young guns, right, to kind of mentor them. But you gotta you gotta think uh, at what point is it um, you know, Nitro and Steel doing most of the heavy lifting there, where Hiko is just trying to clutch and that becomes a draw. At what at what point there do you go? 
hey, maybe we could get a different silver player here and is maybe another young guy because Asuna's got more experience now. Ethan definitely has more experience now. What point do you go, we could get we could get an, another young kid in? It's hard not to talk about Higo's salary when we're talking about this. Yeah, I was just <laughs> oh, about God. to bring that up. Like, we can sit here and theoretically say, what's the best move for 100 fees and is Hiko right? But from what I know, they paid him a lot of money. Yeah. And you aren't going to get rid of a guy. And also, it's worth noting, esports is a business. Hiko has a very big stream. He brings yeah. in a lot of... He brings in a lot of 100 Thieves fans and a lot of sell viewers. the hoodies, you know? Yeah, so it's, you know, it, tactically, is there probably better silver players? Yes, but Hiko, you know, Hiko is more than just a, a silver player on a server. He's a streamer, he's a big name, and obviously that all is very important in esports as well. So we can't... Um, we can't yeah. live in an ideal roster move world, unfortunately. Absolutely. Is it time to talk about the Speedmeister General? Oh, let's go. This is what now, I've been waiting for. All I've heard this past couple of weeks, since uh, since Boobie Bay has become more of a figure of power in esports, is these two smeeing all over our games. <laughs> We've been playing a bit of Overwatch. I don't know if any of our listeners play Overwatch, but watching these two charge in, with no thought about any supports, no thought about positioning, and just saying they're smeeking. Baby Bay. Baby Bay is the bane of my life. No, Baby (laughs) Bay is a king. Baby Bay is a king, and he has the jet crown. Baby Bay's jet is unbelievable. My absolute favorite jet to watch. Second only maybe to RB, and that's a maybe, because the timings he finds the aggressive play, the space he creates is... Yeah. I Look, I love how this phase team play right now. You know, the, the coach trippy diff from oh, yeah. phase two months ago to phase now and how they're, they're actually using utility combos and they're actually setting Baby Bay up for his Smeag. It's the speed in which they go and the aggression. I, I saw Trippy actually tweeted, He's saying that they're developing an anti-CS style, which is something I yeah. love. Because, I mean, uh, I, I don't particularly have a very strong Counter-Strike background. So I don't, I, you know, I don't really approach Valorant too much like CSGO just because that's not where I come from. So I love to see these CSGO guys who come to Valorant and they go, okay, well, let's just play CSGO on the server. Let's play CSGO, but only you can protect. And FaZe have it figured out. Like, let's look at the phase Envy game. Envy are very much slow, tactical, Counter-Strike-driven team, okay? And FaZe handed it to them. FaZe, FaZe speed ran that game. And it's, yeah. <laughs> I, I was so impressed how, like, FNS is such a creative IGL, and all his strats are so far out. But the way they, they, they take these, these complicated strats the way phase do it and they go okay well you you might do all this special play for map control but that doesn't matter if we we are taking aim duels against your guys and winning at the end of the day valorant is a is a shooter where you can die to one bullet in the head and phase are very aware of this and the confidence out the phase guys to start just swinging angles and taking these really unexpected timings where I, i i'm sure you know the envy guys are probably going why does he repeak that why is he there? He shouldn't be there. 
And the, the way they, they, they create these situations impresses me so much. Yeah, I agree. And they're just doing it because they know they're better. And like, I, I think the big reason is this phase team have been thoroughly slept on. You you ask anybody a month or two ago, who are you most excited for to, to watch play in, in the Challengers and Masters series? I I I bet my heart nobody nobody comes out and says phase. You know, because they, they just weren't that kind of team. People people thought they were fluking it. People thought, oh, you know, they were just playing bad opponents. But then, and I honestly think there's an element of um, envy just underrating them. Like, with from watching their games, I, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't really see much particular counter-stratting, which is something FNS is great at, which is the, you know, super tactical, let's beat them, you know, our way kind of game. But they played the same team comps that they always played. They played the same way they always play. And FaZe just looked more ready. They wanted it more. And it really played out. One one thing that interests me about Envy is uh, food is a real big part of that team. And food's fragging capabilities weigh heavy on that team. And they shut food down. Take the Icebox map. Food had five kills. Food was five and 19. <sighs> Baby Bay and Corey both had That's 20 crazy, each. Yeah. But the thing is, you're not wrong. Food is really good. But they... <laughs> FaZe just go, okay, you're our target. You're their frag guy. Baby Bay said it on Plat Chat, I think. It's like, we have Baby Bay and Corey. Sure, Food might win a 1v1 against Baby Bay, but is he then going to win the 1v1 against Corey as well? It's so good. Like, this is something I said before to you guys, but uh, I'll say it again. And it's to me, FaZe embody everything that's good about NA Valorant. They take this high progression, this double duelist style gameplay, and they've really, really fine tuned it. And I think they, these guys are right now, oh, this is the peak of NA Valorant right now, this FaZe team. If you ask me, this is the, the in theory, the just so good. That feels like a hot take. The very peak of NA Valorant is FaZe time right now. Is that what you're saying? No. No, I'm not saying like this is the future potential peak, but I'm saying like right now you're looking across across the board, right? I'm not talking about in terms of results or anything like that. I'm talking from a, a purely theoretical standpoint. If you were to write down how every team plays on paper and then you, you write down, you know, how you think, you know, good NA Valorant should be played. I think that matches up so well with FaZe. I think that just in theory, how they're playing the game is very, very good. And it's very strong. And I think FaZe are what... One thing we've talked about is, you know, how would EU, how would EU teams do against NA? We, I mean, we've always laughed. We've always feel like EU is a stronger region. But I feel like you take this phase team and this level of aggression, you can put these in most regions and they would probably have success because it's so aggressive. It's so in your face. Yeah, they're just playing a different game. They're, yeah. They just are than the rest of the world right now. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that they beat everyone, but uh, I reckon they give almost every team in the world a run for the money. I would love to see like FaZe Clan versus FPX. Like, imagine oh, that. Yeah. Imagine like Angel with all these like giga brain setups and stuff to counter FaZe and FaZe just smeeging all over the map. Like that that's a matchup I, I want I want to see. I, I was thinking FaZe versus Vision Strikers. Yeah, that, that could also be interesting. Match. Just two jets just going mm. wild. That, that that would definitely be pretty fun, actually. Or like the other one is like FaZe Clan versus Gamelanders. Just you yeah. know, 
you just you just let two teams run at each other and play deathmatch for probably 20 minutes. <laughs> what a what a game to watch. That, that would that would be unbelievable to watch. I would I'd kill to watch that game. Well, yeah. Masters 2 is a uh, international so that would be amazing. Uh, like... We all wish we could go in Reykjavik. What a what a great place for the first the first Masters, first international. So yeah. I guess now we come to the matchup, right? Phase Clan versus Sentinels. The one we've all been waiting now, for. Now, I think it's interesting that Phase so far in Masters, they haven't, maybe with the exception of Pura, played against like a, a strong operator. And I think mm-hmm. that is how you beat Phase. I, because the operator is very good against fast rush plays. That's how. That's generally the uh, tactical approach to beat a team that's rushing. You go, okay, well, we'll have an operator, and that that will slow them down. I think tens is one hundred percent the key to this game for Sentinels. I think if tens is having a good day on the operator, if he gets those like crucial early picks, or especially on the defender side against Baby Bay and against Corey, I think Sentinels take it personally. I think tens is the key. I, I agree with you, and I definitely see where you're coming from. As, but I think, in my mind, there's so much doubt about... There's so many variables involved to that. So that, that relies on Tens having a good day, like you said. Tens is still new to this team. How, how, how well are they going to be able to set him up compared how to how often, well... How often do you see Tens have a bad day? I mean, yeah, obviously. But, like, FaZe are going to know this. FaZe are going to know Tens are going to run an operator. And Coach Trippy isn't going to just... He's not just going to not talk to his players before the match. You know what I mean? He's, like, they're going to know this. They're going to be able to come up with something good, I think. And, like like you say, so you look at... This is something you said before, but it's like they have Corey and they have Baby Bay. So maybe Tens gets a lucky pick onto Baby Bay, but then Corey, oh, yeah. the high-power flyer, is still alive. Sentinels have Tens and Sick. We haven't spoke about Sick yet. Sick is an unbelievable player. Sick is one of my absolute favorite players to watch. He's, he's a true jack-of-all-trades player, but his Phoenix mm. is very impressive. The man can click heads. Like, you know, we, we can't talk about, oh, they have, they have Baby Bay and Corey, because Sick is up there for me in terms of a rifler. And both of these teams are playing double duelist, and that's, you know, that's the interesting matchup, I think. I think sick, you know, obviously tens is the operator, and I do think that's the key to stopping these like really fast, aggressive plays. But sick is very reliable. Now, of course, the last time these two play, uh, these two teams, obviously Sentinels had a, a worse lineup, worse roster. They, Sentinels still beat them. Sentinels still beat Phase Two Now you could maybe Phase was saving scraps. I, I don't the, think the... this was this was before. Um, this was pre Trippy, PT. You know, before Trippy, <laughs> the two time yeah, that's how, that's, in how I, that's how I take my life before Trippy and after Trippy. And I, I said it earlier: the Trippy diff is a thing. They were rushing sites before, and I mean blind rushing sites like we do in rank, right? And they were they were pugging maps. They by their own accord they were pugging maps. Now you have yeah. this more tactical combo driven rushing sides and there is a difference <laughs> there is definitely a difference and you can see the difference 
FaZe Clan were scraping by wins against Tier 1 and 2 teams before. Now they're dominating Tier 1 and 2 teams. And what's changed is the coach. And, I, you know, we all know the impact a good coach can have on a team. And I think we're seeing exactly that. So I think last time, you know, when Sentinels beat FaZe Clan pretty handily, it's, it's BT. It's prehistoric as far as I'm concerned. I'm so excited for this. Now, if we had to go into it, and you guys had to give predictions, who are you going to? Who? What are you going to say? I'm saying Sentinels two one. Oh, what? You you just been saying how good these are? Love phase, and it's a real head versus heart for me. My heart tells me phase class. My heart, you know, baby bay. I, I love watching the man, and but thinking about it. When like like I say, when I think I think Sentinels will have the counterplay. I I really really rate Shazam as an IGL and also kind of their coach. I guess you know Shazam kind of handles all the the server time stuff and all a lot of the strats. And I rate Shazam highly. I think Sentinels will find an answer. I think it's going to be close. I I hope it's going to be close. I think mm-hmm. uh, Sentinels. I think Sentinels 2-1. I'm actually going to take this further. I'm, I'm actually predicting 2-0 to, uh, to Sentinels. I reckon both games are going to be close, but I'm, I, I just don't see a world where FaZe beat, beat Sentinels, to be honest. Mm. Um, you, think, you, think, is it, you think it's going to be down to 10s? Is that, is that your win condition? Yeah, 10s on Shazam. And, uh, they've, just got too many, they've just got too many answers, I think. They've got they've got too many excellent players. They've got too much experience behind them. I just don't see them winning. I'm sorry. I don't see Faze. I don't see Faze taking the map off them. Okay, okay. Now you guys are both cowards, and <laughs> my prediction is of course two 0 to Faze. Bold. Bold. I, I I don't know. How, like you look at it, they're on the form of their lives. That they're, they're coming into this game so hot. And don't get me wrong, Sentinels are too, but. It's just, there's so much foundation that isn't there right now for Sentinels because Tens is so new because there's still adjustments to be made. And, you know, I, Coach Coach Trippy's a, like, a, a demigod. Like, I just don't, I just don't see it. I, I, I think there's going to be so many people thinking, oh, your Sentinels are going to do it. But you, you look, at, look at the Envy game. How many people would have got, yeah, I think Envy are going to take this. Yeah, oh, it might be a 2-0, 2-1 to Envy. How many people said that? And how wrong were they? I think this train is not going to stop till it wins the Masters. Phase 2-0. Wow. So do you think Phase are going to take the entire Masters? Because that was going to be my next question. I was wondering who you think is going to make it to the grand final of the losers bracket. I think if, if Phase win this game, a thousand percent they win the whole thing. That's my, that's my claim on it. I do think this is a rematch we could very well see in the grand finals. Yeah, with the form both these teams are on, I think there's a very real possibility the loser of this into the loser bracket and straight through to the grand final. I personally, I'm wondering if we'll see uh, Sentinels versus Luminosity another. That would be uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. I I really really like Luminosity. I like watching them play, and I think they're a really strong team. I, I don't know if they can beat uh, FaZe, who I do think they'll have to beat to go through to the finals. Um, but we'll have to see. I reckon it's either going to be Sentinels versus Luminosity or Sentinels versus FaZe. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to say it. If I mean, my prediction is definitely to you know FaZe, but don't be surprised if you don't see FaZe drop a map. 
I'm 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 putting my money where my mouth is, and I'm all in that on this is, team. So I love old. watching them play. It's so fun. Like, sorry, are you saying that you think that um, Sentinels are going to go through to to the finals again, even even though you think Phase is going to lose? I definitely yeah. think they could. I definitely think they could. Yeah. So your but... prediction for Phase versus Sentinels is four zero in essence, or is it a best of five? The finals. Uh, best of five. It, it will be a best of five. So yeah. <laughs> your prediction is five zero. I, I yeah. I, I think we could definitely see it because you know what it's it's been my own fault because I I slept on this phase team for far too long and so did so many other people I'm arriving to the bandwagon late but I'm arriving in full merch head to toe face paint <laughs> let's do it face clan two o wow okay good that's a that's a bold prediction I'm excited to see I'm excited to see how it pans out for you me too I can't wait for this so to move on. Since you guys have both prepared games in the past, I've re- I've prepared an also a little game if you guys oh want to play. I'm excited. It's my highlight of the week. The long hyped game from Morgan. You guys obviously had really catchy names. It was was it Rush and Ranked? Obviously they were podcast appropriate and um on topic. So I, I've tried to do a similar thing. So I, I've called my little game Report Player Colon Comes Abuse Dash Text Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so this is so how this is gonna work is I'm gonna read out a tweet. Uh these are all from Valorant professional players, and you guys just have to guess who tweeted it. Okay. <laughs> this is a this is a good And do we just get point this one is... point for one correct guess? Yeah. So but obviously if you know the answer, uh don't don't immediately say it because uh you know you want the other person to guess and get it wrong. Okay. So question one. Wait, is it multiple choice? No, it's not. We just okay. out of, out of the out. entire population of Valorant professionals, hundreds, we have to just guess the tweet. <laughs> no, it's fine. I can guess. I thought this was too easy. If anything, really? okay, we'll see, in, we'll in see what the way. questions are. We'll so, yeah, okay, if we get like halfway through and you guys really need, um, really need multiple choice, then I'll I'll fix that for you. But I wouldn't worry. So, question one is. I wish shooting mattered a bit more in Valorant. These slow movements, the tagging, aim punch is crazy, and this makes the game so easy for everyone. With a few changes, this game could be perfect and honestly way more skilled. Let's see if next patch will help balance this game a bit. I, I think I remember this tweet actually, so I'll let Dalga go first. It's, it's definitely a CSGO player whining. <laughs> it's definitely a CSGO player whining. I, I think I also remember this tweet. I think this is a scream tweet. I was also going to say scream. I'm pretty sure I remember yeah. this in scream. You guys are right. This is a scream tweet, and uh, I agree with you. This is CS:GO tears, right? Here. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, I you know, I there is some some you know the running and shooting was a bit wild, but I think you know I, I, the tagging and stuff. It's quite punishing, but I, I don't mind it. I think it's a little bit CS:GO teary. Uh, and it's quite an out of pocket a good way, tweet, tweet for Scream. He's not normally a, a whiner on the Twitter, I don't think so. No, it's interesting. And th- this was tweeted February 1st, so uh, this was, was before the run and gun patch, I think. Yeah, pre, pre-patch. pre It was just before it as well. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people who shared that same opinion. But I, I honestly, I like I like the tagging of Valorant. I like how punishing it is. Um, it means you can't you know, jump peak quite as much, but not jump peak. Jiggle you know peak. what I mean? Yeah, jiggle peak. It is definitely a hot take though within the community, Dial. Yeah, good. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. 
<laughs> okay, number two is been playing Sage off stream, and I'm actually certain that she is the best solo queue character for ranked right now. Ooh. Fuck, that's a hard one. There's there's clues all over the question. I have I have an idea who it might be, but it might be it might be way I off. also have an idea. Uh do you want me to go for this? Or uh, do you I, I can go first. I'll, I'll let you go first this time. I, I think it might be David P. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a David P. one in here somewhere. Because uh, we see we see a lot of we talk about a lot of David P. tweets um, when we're off off recording. Um, so I'm sure one of these. It feels like it could be a David P. tweet, uh, but it does. It also feels like it wouldn't be the one that you would choose to put on meta gaming this. Tweet. Yeah. So I. <laughs> Is... I is David P a guess? Oh no, this is hard. I'm gonna go with David P. My guess, I, right? I, I don't, I, I don't think this is right. But I'm going with Eccles purely because I was watching a stream the other day, and his stream title was like Sage Best Ranked Character question mark, and he was talking about like how he thinks Sage is really good for solo queue and ranked and grinding, and. That's wow. all I have to go on. So I'm saying Eccles. You've got the insider information. Oh, I, I, I watch Twitch streams. It's <laughs> <laughs> not insider. So, so you guys are in fact both wrong. Oh, this is tense. Really? Yeah, because I, I saw the Eccles stream as well, and Eccles started playing Sage after this tweet, I believe. And um, the Tens was the first person I saw who talked about. Uh, Sage being very good in solo queue because it stops rushes. The wall is so good for that. The slow is so good for that. Having the heal is just great. And obviously, the revive can really flip yeah, I mean, rounds very easily, which is important in solo queue. I think he's right, to be honest. Yeah, but that that one that one was tense. I thought I thought you guys would definitely guess bigger streamers. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I think it's, I know I know ten streams quite a lot, so I was thinking how how much like ranked does he actually play off stream? Was you know yeah why I went for someone it makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense. Okay, number three. This is a, this is definitely a hard one, but it's a great tweet. So I just wanted to get it in here, and it's uh, just found out that when I was hanging out with someone in real life, I un- I unironically said poggers. What's wrong with me? <laughs> great tweet. This is this is this is an uh, an NA player. You've got to you've got to think about the people who are not ashamed of that. It's definitely like a Zuma. It's you know what I mean. There's plenty of Boomer players in NA, but it's definitely some like uh, some some Zuma player. I think. Um, this is this really is very hard. hard. Right, my mind is going, and I didn't tell it to go here, but my mind is going to built by gamers Bjor. Ooh. That's that's that was the very first thought that came into my mind, and I'm trusting it. Well, I can't do it. I can't guess. There's so many options. Take a guess. Yeah, you can do it. Come on, I give me say, a, give me an NA pro player who you think could have said this kind of thing. Asuna. You guys are both wrong. It's shot up. I, uh, I I I thought you guys might have seen this tweet. It had like it had a fair amount. I, I was right. There was but, like a uh, zoomer, zoomer guy. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just a fantastic tweet that I just wanted to talk about because please don't say Pog is in real life. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> okay, on to number four, and this is our style is impetuous, our defense is impregnable. 
Now this one makes me a little nauseous. I don't know who said it. I, I can, this is again from NA, and this is somebody we talked about. We talked about my mind is immediately saying Face Clan. You see, my mind is immediately saying TSM. Uh, we're going like because I think teams with big Face Clan recently have been speaking a lot about their style, and they've been speaking a lot about the Smeeg and the sophisticated Smeeg. They've been speaking a lot about their, you know, how they approach the game. So. I'm going with the King Baby Bay for this. I'm kind of hoping it's 100 Thieves. Um, <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, like, steal and really hope that that's right. Because that would be a very funny, funny tweet to come out just before the Sentinels game. Okay. Uh, I can say you're both wrong, but Tyler, I'm going to give you half a point because it was, in fact, Coach Trippy uh, okay. FaceCon. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, you are on the wrong, you're on the wrong lines. It's very much them saying how great yeah, their yeah, style yeah. is. Yeah, I just think they've, they've been saying a lot of it. Damn, I'm really bad at this game. Hard game. I need to spend uh, more time on Twitter. I, I did think Tyler would probably would probably I take this game. I actually read are. all the Coach Trippy tweets as well. I should have got hit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five. So this this was um, I'll read it first. So it goes okay at tens, sends, res, chair height. Breakfast, lunch, hairdresser, foundation, desk height. This was, uh, this was, of course, in response to Tenza's fantastic game against 100 Thieves. And uh, underneath this tweet, Tenz replied saying that he was, in fact, on the wrong DPI for the first match. <laughs> he was playing on double the speed that he's used to and still put up great performance. Who is nice? Nice enough to give compliments. This to is an enemy. this this is this is an EU player. Interesting. Who, who tweeted this? And they are. I think they're nice. I like them. I've I've definitely talked about how much I like this player. I don't know if you would give us that clue if it was like a liquid player. Um, Pith is the nice one on G two, isn't he? This is the one we yeah. always say that seems yeah. quite nice. I'm gonna go with G 2s Pith. See, right. I actually remember seeing this tweet, but. I can't remember who it's by, right? I think it's either by Piff or Rhyme. So I'm going to say Rhyme just because Elle's already said Piff. But I, I, I do remember seeing this tweet, and it's one of the two of them, I'm sure. Uh, L, you are correct. Ah, I was. Piff. I'm actually goaded. The nice guy of the G2 team. Seems lovely, actually. Eyes. One of the nicest, nicest people in EU. What a lovely guy. Yeah. It's a shame he's on Sorry, like the, the absolute <laughs> heel team of Europe. okay number six everyone is like bro why you use phantom isn't doing 140 in one tilting it's not nearly as bad as how many insane vandalists i've seen phantom will consistently get you kills even if your aim is a little off okay and this is by an na uh duelist impact player before you said na duelist impact player i thought it would be your twitter uh, this is this is like word for word something you've said to me. Yeah, but I mean, I put in part why I picked this is because I wanted to talk about how much better the Phantom is than the Vandal. And if you're so you, wrong, if, <laughs> you're so wrong. If you think you're wrong, if you think I'm wrong, sorry, you're blatantly incorrect. Please look at the statistics. But yeah, this is a this is an NA big Phantom user duelist player. Oh, I don't know because, and we we we've, we've again talked about them. Today, in fact. Okay. Right. That's making me think, baby. My, no, but we've already had a face. My, Sorry, my mind went immediately to Dapper, right? But then you were like, oh, it's a duelist player. 
So I'm I'm gonna go with sick because I think my mind my mind goes to dapper, right? So I'm probably just associating it with sentinels in my head, and so I'm going with sick. L. Oh, this is hard actually. I'm trying to think who who has a Twitter and who's got a personality like Morgan. <laughs> God. <laughs> As a sad thought. <laughs> uh, okay. So you're going with a I'm going with sick. Sentinel yeah. player. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Corey. I've not seen any Corey tweets. Uh I just He just I, off the I, dome. Just off, off the, the dome. dome bit. Um I'm using intuition here. Corey. Okay, it was sick. You were right. Tyler. Oh, let's go. Damn. It was close. Yeah, you were right in this. It was close. Okay, I got two more. So uh, this is number seven. My name is Redacted, and I buy the bookie. I'm writing on a site. Who's gonna be unlucky? <laughs> Great tweet. <laughs> David P tweets about the bookie a lot. But he he doesn't he doesn't tweet like that. That's not a David P style tweet. Can we have um NA or EU for this? It, this is an NA player. Okay. Who who loves a bookie? You see, Faze do a lot of bookie rounds, don't they? Faze love a bookie. Have you seen this tweet, Tyler? Is that why you're staying a bit? I I think I've seen this tweet. And I, I think I have. But I'm also just pairing it with an educated guess of a player I know uses the bookie a lot and has an active Twitter. So that's why I'm staying quiet on this one. Is it that guy that... <laughs> this is going into tier tier two, tier three. Maybe tier, yeah, tier three. It's player. NA, remember. Oh, so it's not... Say, um, the guy yeah. that you nearly coached who uses <laughs> yeah, solely uh, bookie and operator. Yeah. The guy is an EU ladder player called Getrex. And he's a he's infamous in high elo EU games because he plays bookie and operator only. Go to stream; <laughs> it's very fun. But no, it's an NA it's player. An NA player. Oh, that would be good actually. Um, I'm gonna just go with Baby Bay and hope for the best. Atala, I think it's Steel. Steel loves the bookie on A site ascent. He plays it a lot. He has like a pixel angle he uses. And uh, he he loves to tweet, so he does. He sure does. He, he, he loves to. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going steal. It is in fact steal. Well yeah, good logic. God, you spend so much time on Twitter. <laughs> I it's do. I actually do. Okay, that's like I'm... three and a half to two, I think. <laughs> yeah. So we got we have one more. This is number eight. Uh, I for real cannot wait wait to meet everyone at LAN. Players, I will be bringing my keycap puller to take the crouch key off your keyboards. This is an NA player who is famous for hating crouching. Amongst, amongst being very good at the game and other things, but... Uh, I've got an idea. The most, the idea. most well-known take is hating crouching. The most well-known take is hating crouching. At least in my head. I'm just going to... Say the tweet again. I need to get the style of tweets. Okay. I for real cannot wait to meet everyone at LAN. Players, I will be bringing my keycap puller to take the crouch key off your keyboards. Oh, I'm just going to throw a guess out there. I'm going to go with Wardell. 
<laughs> random guess, just shot random in the dark. Guess. I think, right, and I'm, I'm going a bit into the mind palace for this one. I think this is C9 Mel. I, I've, I remember seeing her before. It, it might be in a tweet or it might be in one of like the C9 videos they do. But her, her talking about unbinding the crouch key in deathmatch. That is a Mel tweet as well. That is how Mel tweets. So I'm going C9 Mel. That's such a good guess. If it's wrong, I, I reckon you get half a point anyway. It is C9 yeah. Mel. Let's well go. Fantastic logic. That is the end of report player colon comes of use dash text chat. Oh, it's a catchy name as well. You're yeah, it rolls off the tongue. It does. Thank you for playing. And obviously, Tyler is the clear, far and away winner of this segment. <laughs> wasting too much of my life on Tyler and Twitter. Is, uh... I'm too busy out there grinding ranks. Yeah. Sure. That's right. That's right. That's why. <laughs> you know, you're not. Too focused on the grind to read. I'm too, at, I'm too busy uh, At Bambino VL on Twitter. Unbelievable. At Bambino VL. Banger tweets like, hear me out. Coach Strippy for King of England, and I want Tidehunter and Valorant send tweet. Thank you. Such a niche market on that one. Bad tweets. Yeah, but it's Bad a good news. tweet. This is a great tweet. <laughs> I think it's time to do our roundouts now. Sure. On our MVPs for the past week or two weeks that it's been since we last recorded. Mm. Uh, I'm happy to go first. Go for it. I, I like my MVP a lot. All right. I'm rocking with Defuser's Logan. Oh, yeah. The man is absolutely mechanically cracked out of the wazoo. <laughs> like, he is extremely good, aggressive cypher player. Consistently finds himself taking great timings. I watched the um, Defuser Lions game. And he was just destroying on split. He was 19 and 8, plus 11. He he was absolutely taking souls on split. I think he played really well. And I think he is a really, really key part of that Defuse team's success. Talking about Clutchmeisters, Logan is, is certainly up there, I think. From what we've seen recently, he yeah, uh, you can never count him out. He is always there. And defusing themselves, like the whole team have been taking souls recently. Finest, yeah. Giants, G2, Alliance, they're all falling to defuse. Yeah. They they they're really impressing me as of recent. I like, yeah, I, I really enjoy watching this team. And I think Logan is such a fundamental part of that team. And for that win against Alliance, Logan's my MVP. Solid pick. Thanks. Very good choice. I I'll, I'll go next. If you don't mind. Now, my, my MVP pick is definitely out there, and it's somebody I, I doubt either of you two would have considered. And that's because we're not talking about EU Valorant. We're not talking about NA Valorant. We're, in fact, talking about the Brazilian Masters. I haven't watched any Brazilian games in a now, long time. I was, looking, oh, I was looking through VLR, and I haven't really watched any Brazil until I came across this one game on VLR, and I had to go watch the highlights of it to just to see if these numbers made sense, and they do. So my MVP is going to be Zand from Furia. Okay. Now, oh, Furia are a lot of fun. So this uh, the guy uh, across the full three game series went sixty eight with sixty eight kills, thirty six deaths, and nine assists. That's a plus thirty two ratio, with seventeen first bloods and only six first deaths. He he was just crazy. Uh, the third game, it was a close series in both uh, Split and Haven. Then they go to Ascent, and 
Furo win at 13-3 with Zand dropping 28 kills in such a short space of time. It was just... 13-3 with 28 kills is insane, yeah. actually. He was unbelievable. He put them on the back of that map, put them through to the next stage of the Brazilian Masters where they're going to face Game Landers. Oh, that's that's going to be such a good game, actually. Yeah, I, I really think it is. That's a, that's a mad start. That's incredible. Yeah, so he is he is my MVP for really um really pulling Furia through to that to get to to get to the semi-finals of the Brazilian Masters. I'll have to go watch that game then. And obviously I we touched on it before, but I was gonna do an honorable mention of Shazam for how well he's adapted to his new role. Okay. I'll 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 move on to my my, my MVP. I don't, I don't have a lot to say about them. I just think that they, they deserve they deserve an MVP slot at some point. Uh mine's JD from Nip. Uh, we were talking about oh, Nip yeah. recently. They're just, just a great team, and they're looking better and better. And every time I watch, I watch JD play. He just hits shots that he shouldn't be able to hit. Yeah, he, he's just a solid player through and he's through. So good. I, I like consistency, so and JD's so consistent. Um, certainly up there for uh, MVP for me this week good and choice. most weeks actually. Most yeah, weeks. Good very good choice. Anyone got any LVPs before we end it? Anyone? I do. We love a bit of BM. Right, you're going to go there. off on Hiko again. No, I won't. I'll leave Hiko alone. <laughs> However, I will go after his teammate, Asuna. Oh, no. <laughs> we have established already in this episode how much time I spend on Valorant Twitter. And Asuna, I'm talking every other tweet oh. on my timeline <laughs> is Asuna liking an ego. Uh, like liking selfies, random, like, yeah. yeah, random selfies from all manner of different people, and sometimes you know, I, I, so I, I go on my Valorant Twitter to read, you know, professional takes and analysts hear their great <laughs> insights of the game, and I'm just scrolling past selfies left and right. Oh. The man needs to calm down. <laughs> so oh. he's my LVP. For consistently ruining ruining my yeah. deep analytical Twitter timeline. Yeah, I have to say, when I was making the game, I thought exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic LVP. He, um, yeah, he uh, he's he's a bit of a oh. fiend. Wonderful player. Terrible Twitter usage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what a what a choice. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> that's that's it for us, I guess, for this week of uh, the Vipers Pit. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming and watching. Uh, as always, this year a reminder to go leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already. Um, and I just want to just take a a quick second to just thank everyone. We've had like a a lot of, I, I think we've had a lot more viewers than we expected to off the first yeah, two episodes. Sure. And I just wanted to say this time to just thank everyone who's uh, who's made it this far through episode three. Um, I also want to thank Ryan Jones of Vex Music Production for making our music throughout this episode. Go follow him on Twitter at MusicVex. That'll be in the description as well. So thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, this has been the Vipers Pit. Um, this is out. <laughs>